As I step onto the path, I hear the man's voice call to me. It's always the same man, the same words. He sings, hey, hey, mama, said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. <laughs> He's right. I will be sweating and grooving, thanks to him and his band, Led Zeppelin. Some people need Gregorian chants to center themselves. My sacred soundtrack is classic rock. As many before me have said, whatever works. Adjusting the volume on my iPod, I lengthen my stride and spring lightly off my right foot. With arms bent at the waist, I begin my spiritual practice of running. The increased motion forces air into the spongy crevices of my lungs. I wonder, have I taken one deep breath all day? These first inhalations are raspy and uncomfortable, but breath by breath, my chest loosens and expands. My feet are tender, so I place them carefully, letting the arches of my feet warm to the earth's impact. Although there are days when I can flow into the run from the first few steps, often this first mile is spent allowing my body to shift, adjust, and settle. This is where the music comes in. It gives me stamina until I can reach the fluid state where body, breath, and mind all fall into seamless agreement. I have run off and on for 25 years. Only recently, however, has it become a spiritual practice. In my teens and 20s, I ran because I hated my body. Hiding in cut-off sweatpants and a long t-shirt, my prayer then was that no one would notice me as I slogged for miles on the gym treadmill, chasing after some impossible physical ideal. My cardiovascular system may have benefited from this. My spirit, not so much. Recently, I found out that I have arthritis in my feet and a bunion developing on my left toe. A few years ago, a physical therapist told me that I have sloppy joints, the reason for the unhappy rotator cuff in my shoulder and the bursitis in my hip. I also have venous insufficiency, which has created a varicose vein that runs blue down my thigh like the Mississippi River. Sexy, I know. <laughs> in spite of these physical problems, or be perhaps because of them, I am hugely grateful for this body which carries me so well, off and on the running path. Unlike the girl of my youth who was fixated on what she didn't like, I intentionally focus on each part of my body as I run and give thanks for this healthy, functional self. It is a daily miracle that I don't want to take for granted anymore. These days, my favorite long run is along Minnehaha Creek between Chicago Avenue and Lake Harriet. This route, shaded and lush, bends and curves over wooden footbridges and into a sheltered basin that blocks out the urban roar around it. I'm watching kayakers duck low under hanging branches in the rushing water. Wild rhubarb grows thick along the banks, waist high in some places, and I admire the mallard's sleek green heads as they extend themselves into flight. Winter was long this year, and spring so rainy, but now there is so much luxury of green. At 44, I am in the July of my life. There's so much abundance and so much light that it can be blinding at times. As the miles disappear under my feet, I refocus my thoughts. How am I living out my days? Do I let them slip by in some mad race, 
like the creek water that, which runs faster than I've ever seen it? Am I so locked on control, getting the kids to camp on time, folding the laundry, checking my email, that I fail to sit for two quiet minutes with my son and notice how the sun has streaked his hair? Am I able to be kind to my husband when he cracks another glass carafe as he removes it from the drying rack? Can I remember that each driver on the road has a destination too, that they are not driving slowly just to annoy me? How am I alive in this world? Whether I run out and back on a straight path or around the track at the Y, when I stop, I am back where I began physically. Nothing is different except for the sweat stains down the back of my shirt and the damp beads on my upper lip. And yet I am in a different place. Mentally, physically, and spiritually uncoiled, I can be in the world with an open heart. This state of open-heartedness is like an open palm, smooth and inviting, instead of a fist, which in its defensive state can hold nothing. A truly open heart accepts all things, just the way they are. Once I'm in the state, my need to control ebbs away. The universe spins on its own axis. It doesn't need me to make it spin faster. So if you see me running along the creek, wearing my spandex shorts, wave to me and allow me to notice you. I will be happy to see you as I sweat and groove to Led Zeppelin, cultivating gratitude and working on my soul. <laughs>